What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Backyard Buckets podcast. Uh, coming at you from the dog park right now, actually. So I'm outside, um, and I was just kind of thinking about some topics that I wanted to go over, and I figured I would break these up into, you know, more shorter episodes, maybe, you know, five to ten minute episodes in regards to what I believe to be the most important aspects of choosing your school, right, to making sure that you're finding the best fit for you uh, at the college level and, you know, just advice and tips before you decide to commit to the school that's going to be, you know, your home for the next four years. Um, and I think for the first episode, my most important tip, best piece of advice would be to ensure that you have relationships established with not just one coach, but every coach on that staff. And I'm not talking about after you get to campus, three weeks in, you know, you've started classes. I'm talking about before you sign that NLI, the National Letter of Intent, before you decide to commit to a school, you need to make sure that there is already a pre-established relationship there so that you're not in for a rude awakening when you get to campus. And, you know, maybe maybe the coach that uh, recruited you, everyone, so we can go, we can step back for a second, right? When you first get recruited, there's going to be one coach that will typically find you. That's just how it goes, right? So one coach will find you, they'll reach out to you, and you're automatically, maybe you'll hit it off with that one coach because they're the one that reached out to you first. So you kind of know them a little bit better than you know everybody else. Now, as the recruiting process goes along, you'll start to talk to the assistants, then you'll eventually get in contact with the head coach, right? So, you know, every order changes, but you'll eventually probably talk to, you should at least, have talked to every coach on that staff a number of times before you decide to commit. I see too many times where, you know, you might really, really, really build a connection with one coach, but you haven't really talked to the other coaches all that much, or they haven't reached out to you all that much, vice versa. And you get really, really high on that one coach, the one, and then, you know, they make you love the school, but then you commit to the school, right? And before you leave, or even after a year of being there, that coach that that recruited you and that you had that great relationship with ends up leaving. And you just feel kind of lost at that point, right? So I, this comes from personal experience for me. I actually almost committed to, uh, to a school where I did have a great relationship with the coach that recruited me. Um, and I was, you know, almost attached to that coach. I really thought that, you know, this was the place for me. And looking back now, it was only because I was, you know, infatuated with that one relationship that I had with that one coach. And I didn't even know the other coaches like that. You know, maybe I had a conversation with them once or twice during the recruiting process, but I was ready to commit to a school where I had only spoken to the head coach maybe two or three times maximum. And looking back now, that coach barely reached out to me. And that should have told me something. I should have had red flags up at that point. If you're not getting just as much attention from, you know, not maybe not just as much attention, but attention in general from the head coach, you have to realize that they're the ones that are ultimately making the decision of whether you're going to play. Uh, you know, obviously how many minutes you're getting, how many shots you're getting. The assistants, obviously, they, they play their part as well. But just because an assistant coach recruits you doesn't mean that you're going to have that experience that the assistant coach tells you that you're going to have. Because, again, power is ultimately in the hands of the head coach. And uh, I am so glad that, you know, my situation ended up happening. So continuing my story, you know, I was ready to commit. I call the coach to commit to this school. And right away the coach tells me, hey, Jen, um, you know, I would, I, you know, we put out the offer to you last week or whenever it was. And actually somebody committed right before you. 
Um, so that spot is no longer available. And I was like heartbroken. Imagine, you know, you're a high school kid ready to commit to a D1 school and they pretty much tell you no. You get the offer, you're excited, you're about to, you know, start a new chapter in your life and they tell you no, pretty much. That's, that's pretty much what happened. Um, and I was really, really upset, but I could not be more thankful that that happened because I ended up at the place that I was supposed to be. And again, looking back now, um, I think if I had committed to that first school originally and I'd gone there, um, the staff ended up leaving after the second year. Um, and I would have not known anybody there. I wouldn't have known any of the coaches. It was a whole new staff again. And the coach that recruited me had actually left after the first year. So this is definitely my biggest piece of advice, guys, is you cannot just build a relationship with one coach. You need to establish it with all of them. And there's going to be coaches that you might, you know, gravitate to more. They might have more in common with you. But you need to make sure that you have that level of respect for all of them. They have it for you and that they see something valuable in you, too. And obviously, this might be a hard thing to do, right? You're not in the minds of, of, of the coaches, um, but... You need to make sure that they see a place for you to fit in that roster, in the lineup as well, and that it's not just that one coach that has a vision for you. Because a lot of players get screwed when they commit to a school and that coach leaves, like I was saying before. And now, you know, the two other coaches that were there, they didn't really love you to begin with, but, uh, you know, the other coach did, and that's why you're here. And now you're stuck with two coaches that, you know, might not see the potential in you that the other coach did, and now you're kind of shit out of luck. Sorry for my language, but... That's kind of what happens to a lot of players. Coaching is obviously not a, it's not a stable job in terms of, you know, there's, there's changes all the time. Coaches get fired, they get hired, they get promotions, they get, you know, they, they, they go to new opportunities. So having that one relationship is not going to cut it, especially when you plan to be at a school for four or five years. And again, this just flows into a program as a whole, right? Making sure that the program that you're committing to is is there is there for good right obviously you know there's changes again like i said all the time but you want to make sure that there's a culture there there's something there it's not it's not a program where the turnover rate of coaches is every two years they have a new head coach or every one every one year they have a they have a new assistant or a new this and new that right you want to see if you can find somewhere where there's been a culture ingrained and that everybody wants to be there you can tell that the program is established maybe the coach has been there for you know 10, five, even five years, five, 10 years. There's, there's some schools like Quinnipiac for me that my coach has been there. This is going to be her 25th year there, right? And, and I know that she's not going anywhere. Her staff, there's been assistant coaches there for over five years, you know, and th- they're there to stay. It's a family atmosphere. It's not a, I'm just, oh, like I'm, I'm just here for the year and I'm leaving. So, you know, you'll never see me or hear from me again, right? So you want to try and sniff that kind of stuff out before you decide to commit to a school because a lot of times it's really easy to get sucked into whatever a coach is telling you right away um, uh, over the phone or whatnot. And then, you know, some things come up, things change, and whatever you said kind of goes gets thrown out the window. So that is my biggest piece of advice for players these days is to make sure that you're on the phone with not just one coach, but every single coach. Build some sort of relationship. Get to know them. Make sure that they appreciate you and that they're going to value you. And try and get a sense of how they feel. You know, you can tell through phone conversations. Um, and, you know, if you visit on campus, if a coach isn't giving you as much attention as maybe another program is. So if you have a maybe a bigger school that maybe one coach talks to you a lot, but the other two you know you really, you don't hear from them too too often versus maybe a smaller school where you have 
all the coaches are on you. They want you. They tell you how much you know you're going to mean to their program. How they value uh, X, Y, and Z. Um, they can't wait. They want you to be a part of the culture, and and they just seem they're they're in it. They're enthusiastic about you uh, as a player, as a person developing. You got to go where you're wanted the most. In my personal opinion, that's where people find themselves the happiest. It's not about the name of a school, um, whether it's, you know, a D1, D2, D3, it doesn't matter. It's not about the name. Go where you're wanted, where you think that you can thrive the most and, uh, you know, where people are going to care about you. So that is my biggest piece of advice, guys, in terms of recruiting and making your decision. Obviously, it's a huge decision. Four years of your life, you want to make sure that you're choosing um, people that are going to be surrounding you with not just, you know, basketball knowledge, but also life knowledge. They're going to care about you. They're going to, you know, build relationships with you and your family. And uh, at the end of the day, you want to go somewhere that's established and that they have laid the groundwork for who they are, who they want to be, and, you know, that they want you to be a part of that so this is a quick episode guys but again really really big factor make sure you're on the phone with all those coaches build those relationships don't get too attached because anything can happen people leave and from personal experience it was not fun to call a school wanting to commit somewhere and kind of getting shut down Uh, but then again it was an eye-opening experience realizing, wow, I barely even talked to that head coach. Why did I want to go there so bad in the first place? So just, you know, being level-headed, not getting too ahead of yourself and making sure that you're making sound decisions for the long term. Because again, college basketball is a long-term process. So with that being said, I hope you guys did enjoy the podcast. Quick little episode right here um, on some recruiting tips. So I will see you guys in the next podcast. Later.